Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. A new study has found that some young Irish doctors appear to be regularly prescribing drugs for family members, friends, colleagues and sometimes for themselves. There are a lot of pitfalls uh, with this um, and Yvonne Williams, Dr Yvonne Williams, who's a GP um, based in Shannon, of course, um, with the Irish College of General Practitioners, is on the line. Good morning to you. Um, does, does it surprise you, Yvonne? this survey results. I know it was difficult in the past to get this sort of information um, because pe- GPs were concerned about answering it, but they did it on an anonymous basis this time. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Good morning. The amount of people answering yes to the question, have you prescribed for yourself, for family or friends, is surprising. I was aware that people do it and people feel under pressure to do it, but we have very little data on it up until now. <clears throat> As you said, the survey was done in spring 2017 and it used um, a Facebook group and it was mainly young doctors who haven't yet finished their training. And about 20% of all registered doctors in Ireland are part of this Facebook group. It's usually used to help them find accommodation when they're changing from hospital to hospital. But the the number of people who are prescribing um, against, I suppose, medical council guidelines or their health insurance company guidelines is, is quite high. It must be difficult for a, a GP to say to a family member or a good friend, sorry, you know, I, I can't help you here. You need to go to your own doctor. It's really, really difficult. And I have been in that situation before. I mean, how do you say no to your mum the day before Christmas Eve? She's come to spend the holidays with you and she's in pain or she has a chest infection. But I suppose what people maybe don't realise is that you're actually putting your your relative who is a doctor in a very, very difficult position. And, and the relationship isn't the same as it should be between a doctor and a patient. You'll feel under pressure to treat your relative. Your relative may not feel comfortable asking you all the questions they would ask their own doctor or maybe not tell you all their own medical history. They may have things that they want to keep private and, and the whole dynamic changes. I mean, it's not right to know as a child if your mother, for example, has cancer before she's had a chance to tell her husband or if you're looking after a brother or sister, you really probably shouldn't know things about them before their own spouse would. So I think doctors need to get better at saying no and maybe people need to get better at not asking and, and putting us in that position. And, and there's a lack of education about it. A lot of junior doctors or non-consultant doctors, they may not know that they're really not supposed to do this. And some of the reasons given, I sent messages out on a couple of WhatsApp groups over the weekend when the study came out. And the reasons given were difficulty getting time off work, having nobody to cover their shift in the hospital, not wanting to bother their own doctor with something that they felt was you know minor that they could treat themselves. So all of those factors came into play. Yeah, it is such a tricky one because it doesn't happen in too many other walks of life that there would be um, such a direct connection between what you do for a living and your family. And of course, someone might see you as you know a partner or you know um, a sister or a brother of you know the doctor's male and. There's a bit of eye rolling when you have to say to them, well, actually, no, you're now crossing the line into what I do. And I'm telling you, it's not ethical and it could get me in trouble. And they're going, oh, well, who's going to tell on you? Oh, come on. I'm, I'm just get gone. Give me the prescription. It's obvious, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that comes into play. I suppose, firstly, I don't know if we're getting enough training to tell us, but actually you're really not supposed to do this unless it's an emergency or something very minor. The guidelines are quite clear 
both in Ireland and the UK, and the medical insurance companies that cover you if you make a mistake or if something happens, somebody say they get an unusual allergic reaction or it reacts without the medication, they won't cover doctors if they have prescribed outside the medical council guidelines in some cases. And you could be reported to the medical council and, you know, your fitness practice called into question if you prescribe certain drugs. The most worrying thing for me in this survey was that 3 to 7% of people who said they did prescribe were actually prescribing what we call opioids and uh, benzos. So they would be like sleeping tablets and very, very strong painkillers, things that are really addictive. And I suppose for those doctors who are doing that, you would be worried, you know, do they have an issue either with addiction or with their mental health? I think every doctor working for the HSC should maybe have the opportunity to have an annual occupational health check. We insist on that for our pilots and the airlines. There's no system like that in place for Ireland. A lot of doctors leaving hospital to hospital every six months may not even have a GP. Yes. Uh, we're chatting to local GP, Dr Yvonne Williams, about this study that found that some Irish doctors, particularly younger ones, appear to be regularly prescribing drugs for family members, friends, colleagues, uh, and occasionally for themselves. I presume one of the big fears here, because you just never know for sure, is that you prescribe an antibiotic for a friend or a relative and they get a bad reaction to it and that can happen. Yeah, and the other thing, that feedback from people in, as I said, in these WhatsApp groups I checked with over the weekend, quite a few of the consultants said relatives who have prescribed for their patients, it's actually interfered with their relationship with their patients. So well-meaning relatives who have heard what their, say, their mother has said gave certain advice and when that patient came back to the clinic or to see the consultant, they already had a set idea, but the relative didn't have the full picture and the advice was incorrect and it made the consultant's job much harder. And we know already, I suppose, on the other side, but the doctors have a much higher rate of suicide than the general public in particular specialities like anaesthetists would have a higher rate again of suicide. So we need to just be very careful that we're looking after, I suppose, doctors' mental health um, as well as looking out for patients. So I think if you asked your, your listeners that maybe a lot of them who have doctors or relatives probably have asked them that it's convenient, we're accessible to our families, but it is putting us in a very difficult position when you do ask. And some of the people that replied to me at the weekend said they had been, you know, gotten texts from other parents in the school saying, my sister's flying tomorrow, she's a fear of flying, can you prescribe some Xanax for her or some Valium? Really, really inappropriate request. And it's made things very awkward then the next time they bump into that mum at the school gate. Right. The other thing, I suppose, is the insurance. You know, it's already really expensive uh, for uh, doctors. And I presume something like this is probably not covered by medical insurance. No, it's not. And I suppose that, that is the worry. And I think a lot of junior doctors are probably not aware of that, or the non-consultant doctors, and, and perhaps GPs as well. There is a need for education on this. I think the, the results of this survey show a lack of knowledge that really you're not supposed to be doing this. The three main insurance companies that insure doctors in Ireland all state quite clearly that you are not guaranteed to be covered if you prescribe outside the guidelines and that if you ever have to do it that you need to notify the GP in question and you need to take very clear records and explain yourself as to why you did it. Yeah, I suppose the last thing is, you know, it's like the famous Darrow O'Brien sketch where he talks about the rules and laws in Ireland and the Ashar <laughs> and the, you're, you're going to, you know, there is that approach and, you know, it's in our culture and it doesn't just apply to doctors of the, um, but sure it's not, you know, it's a rule, but it's not really a rule. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the cultural thing. There was a massive difference between the replies from my colleagues who had trained in the UK. It's absolutely a no-no over there. Some of them mentioned the very first day on their first hospital job or GP training jobs. They were pulled aside, said, do you have a GP? And they, if they answered no, they were told they had a week to get one and they needed to have their own GP and get themselves a regular doctor. That just doesn't happen here. And I think maybe the HSC and our training colleges, even our medical schools, maybe to ensure every medical student 
has access to a GP and registers with a GP and, you know, they go regularly for a, a checkup. Okay. All right. Really interesting stuff. Thank you so much for chatting to us about it this morning. That is Dr. Yvonne Williams, a local GP and with the Irish College of General Practitioners. So think about that the next time you talk to a relative who happens to work in medicine. Call Limerick today now on 461995.